This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 650. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 650. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. So happy to be here with you. And I'm going to give you a quick little update. The last time I recorded, so the episode that went live last week on Monday for Mother's Day, I told you that COVID had hit our house. It had not yet hit me. Very shortly after that recording, it hit me. So by the time this goes live, hopefully it will be all the way out of me. But yes, our family has spent the last, we're on day nine, I believe, since we got our first no, day eight, since we got Vinny's positive. But anyway, Vinny got it. I got it. Somehow my husband did not get it. And because he's not in his office right next door to me, like he usually is, I can just tell you all this because I know I know you'll all appreciate this. As soon as Vinny got the positive, my husband immediately told me that he had brain fog. And he assumed that he was also positive. And so for like three days, a solid three days, he was very certain that the COVID was imminent for him. (laughs) And he kept taking testing negative, negative, negative on rapid tests. He went and took a PCR. And I totally thought so too. I was like, it's going to be positive. I mean, at this point, Vinny and I had both gotten positive. So I was like, dude, it's going to be positive. Like the brain fog is real. It was negative. 
And somehow with that negative, the brain fog magically lifted. And I just know that all of you who have husbands can relate to illnesses that come and go by mere suggestion. (laughs) So I will leave it at that. But I did have a good time giving him a hard time about that, which he did not really appreciate. But again, I share with you because I know how relatable it is. I know I'm not the only one whose uh, partner, particularly male partner, is just heavily influenced by the idea or the notion that they might be coming down with some sort of bug. So Vinny and I were really lucky that we only had cold symptoms. Mine were super mild. Vinny's were a little worse than mine, but our symptoms only lasted for a few days. So we're just grateful, grateful, grateful to be vaccinated and just have really strong, healthy immune systems, apparently, because I know a lot of people who are vaxxed and boosted that have had much more challenging experiences than us. That said, I will say I'm still testing like a faint positive and I haven't gotten through 10 days yet. So I'm still not really back out in like going into stores or anything. We really did not leave our house at all for like a solid eight days. Vinny is now testing negative and also has been symptom free for a few days now. So he went back to school today. And oh my God, (laughs) did mama need a break. (laughs) And I know so many of you have been trapped in your houses with COVID positive children or been positive yourself. And oh, it's just like even under the best of circumstances, it feels hard and long at times. So solidarity to any of you who are going through that right now, because I know it's just really, really rampant across all communities right now. So I'm sending you big COVID hugs to anyone who needs them. Virtual ones, right? Virtual, virtual COVID hugs. (laughs) Safe virtual COVID hugs. So today we're going to dig into something way more fun than COVID. (laughs) And so we're going to be talking about summer bucket lists. So every year, and I don't remember how many years ago we started this now. I mean, it might have been the first year that we did the show, but... I started doing a summer bucket list with Vinny long before he could write. And so he would just draw little doodles on the summer bucket list. And it was honestly like, you know, when you just need like activities to do with your kids between dinner and bedtime, and you're like, how are we going to kill some time tonight? It was kind of one of those things where I was like, we're just going to like make a little poster for activities we're going to do this summer because it kind of killed some time to just like make the list and it was an activity to do. But it became this really fun family tradition that we now have done multiple years in a row. And I've shared it with you multiple years in a row. And I've walked you through it multiple years in a row. And so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to talk about why summer bucket lists are such a fantastic family tradition. And then I'm going to give you some summer bucket list rules. And I'm going to tell you what it looks like for our family. And I'm also going to talk about kind of this like subset of the summer bucket list that is your own personal bucket list. So little bit of something for everyone in here. But I definitely wanted to come back to this topic this year and at this time of year, because and I have to give a shout out because when I was in our, our private Facebook group, so we have a free private Facebook group, there's a few thousand of you in there. So if anyone wants to join, it's for moms anywhere. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, you can join our our private Facebook group. So shout out to Kendra. So Kendra is such a huge supporter of the show and champion of the show and cheerleader of the show. And I just appreciate you so much, Kendra. So Kendra put up a post the other day showing her summer bucket list and that she has been working on it with her family and she posted it and other people chimed in with like, oh my gosh, we're about to do ours. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's that time already. Like, how did we get here? So thank you, Kendra, for the reminder that it's time for the summer bucket list episode. And I'm going to share with you how we do our bucket list. But why this is so important to me is because a number of you have also established this tradition 
because it's meaningful. So it might just be something that kills some time and it might just be something that's kind of like your to-do list for the summer, but it can become this really cool family tradition. So I actually, just before I hit record, I called Vinny into my office and I was like, hey, I'm gonna record an episode on creating summer bucket lists. And his face lit up like, oh my gosh, we have to do our summer bucket list. So I was like, are there any rules that you want me to share with the shameless? Well, first of all, I invited him to speak on the show, but he's, sorry, y'all, he's way too cool for you. So he did not wanna speak. But he did want to share one rule. So I was like, are there any rules that you want to share? Because I'm going to make some rules for summer bucket lists. And he was like, well, I think you should tell everybody to have fun on their summer bucket list. And I was like, okay, so there's one of the rules is that you should have fun. So the things that you put on your summer bucket list should be things that are fun for you or fun for your family, which while that might seem really obvious, here's what's an important distinction. What's fun for me is going to be different than what's fun for you, or what's fun for me is going to be different than what's fun for my child, which is why we're going to talk a little bit about this separate leg of the bucket list that's just for you. Also, what's fun for my family is going to be different than what's fun for your family. Probably a year or two ago, Brene Brown was talking about how her family created this list of And I'm trying to remember, I want to say it's like their list of like family hobbies or whatever, but that are like integral to who they are as a family. Like basically these hobbies are like part of their family core values. And she's like, these are going to be things that are really that we, our family uniquely loves these things and thinks these things to be super fun. And other families might think they're horrible. So she was like, some families might think family game night is awesome. She's like, not my family. We don't want to do family game night. That sounds horrible. What she did identify, though, is that their family really loves hiking. And so she was like, one of the things we do for fun that we identify as like a family fun activity is hiking. But of course, other families are going to be like, yeah, no thanks. No thanks on the hiking. So it's going to really vary what you think is fun, given your family's interests or given the season that you're in. You know, if you have like a two-year-old and a four-year-old, you might be like, no thanks on the hiking. But Vinny now at nine and a half, we can actually do some stuff like that with him that he's really great at and he is excited about and he's independent enough and strong enough and like physically capable enough to do some things that we couldn't do in the past. And so what's fun for us and what gives us a sense of adventure is just shifting. It shifts from year to year and that's absolutely fine. So when we get into our rules in just a minute, we are going to touch on fun for sure. But that is what is Vinny brought to this conversation. I wanted to make sure to lead with that. So why is a summer bucket list so significant and so important and such just a really great tradition to have with your family? So the first thing is returning to fun right here. Scheduling fun is really crucial because if you don't schedule fun, it will not happen. This has become, I think, more and more of the, a result of the pandemic that we don't do fun things because we have gotten used to just being insular in our little worlds and doing just being like in constant productivity mode because we have really poor boundaries between work and personal lives. And there's some benefits to that for sure. But there's also some downsides. And I think that we have gotten out of the habit of scheduling fun because we just have not had opportunities to socialize and opportunities to do like fun things really routinely in the last couple of years. So I think it's really, really important that we are conscientiously scheduling fun and a bucket list, a summer bucket list gets you in that place of like, here's the fun things we wanna do this summer and now let's make sure they get on the calendar. So this is gonna be a really important piece of scheduling fun is giving you that opportunity to identify what the fun is gonna be, where's it gonna fall on the calendar, and then it doesn't accidentally slip through the cracks, which can happen all the time because here's what happens in summer. The weeks, you go into summer and it you're like, 
10 or 11 or 12 weeks, however long your summer is based on your kids' schedules and what have you, you go into it and you're like, it's going to be endless. And then all of a sudden it's over and you're mad because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of things you didn't do. And you're bitter and it feels like you were flying by the seat of your pants the whole time, yet you didn't like what did you actually do? So I want you to schedule the fun so that you really do do the things that you really want to do. Summer is going to fly by and you will run out of time to do all the things that you want to do. So I want you to prioritize the things that are most important to you and prioritize them from the jump. Do that now rather than getting halfway into summer or getting near the end of summer and feeling like, oh, shoot, like we didn't get those things on the schedule. And now where do they fit in? Or do we have to wait another year? That's a big, huge bummer. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for 
understood explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. The second part of why a summer bucket list is such a cool activity and idea is because it gets your family involved with one another. And so you get to co-create the summer bucket list, which means you co-create your summer, which is a whole season that you are creating together then. And that can be a really powerful thing that your kids get to be in charge of scheduling fun and that your family brainstorms together and you come up with ideas together and you put things on the schedule. And as a result of that is the third piece of what makes a summer bucket list so great is the anticipation. Once you have those things on your list and you have them on your calendar, now you get to be excited about them. Anticipation of fun is important. This is actually really important for your mental health. So the anticipation of fun means having something to look forward to, knowing like, oh my gosh, two weeks from now, we're going to be camping in that beautiful location, or we're going to be on that road trip, or we're going to be in you know, Hawaii, or we're going to be visiting Uncle Bob and Aunt Jane, or whatever the thing is, that anticipation is really helpful for your mental health. Anticipation is part of the joy of the experience. And I have always been someone who's really, really thrived in anticipation of joy. And so when I don't have that anticipation, I can get kind of down about things and get kind of like, oh, ho-hum. But when I do have anticipation, things I'm excited about, I am just like, I'm on my game. I'm like, it's easier for me to get through hard days and I just have a more positive outlook on life. And it's kind of like there's sun on the inside of me versus me waiting for the sun to be on the outside. Like there's sun on the inside where I'm just like a little bit of a skip in my step. I'm excited because there's good things on the horizon. And then the last piece of why it's important to create a summer bucket list or why this is can be significant is because it's a meaningful family tradition. Like I just said, I asked Vinny to come in and I mentioned to him summer bucket list and he gets this big smile on his face and he's like, oh yeah, like that fun thing that we do every year. So it's a meaningful family tradition. And I know that when we think about family traditions and when we think about family legacy, these are the kinds of things that we pass down from generations. These are the things that our kids remember. And I know that I'm so grateful for the family traditions that my family had, that I had growing up. And my mom always, she's like, We had a lot of traditions around holidays and Christmas and things like that. But she's like, I wish we had other traditions, like other things that we did beyond the holidays. That was really where most of our traditions kind of were set. And this is one of those traditions that can exist on its own outside of kind of traditional traditions. Is that redundant? So give some thought to how you can be making summer bucket lists. We actually do a holiday bucket list sometimes as well, but how you can make summer bucket lists part of your family legacy and make this this thing that you return to year after year that becomes part of what your family does on a regular basis, a really special family tradition. All right. Are you ready for some summer bucket list rules? There's not very many. So I already told you about fun that like your summer bucket list should have fun on it, right? Okay. Second rule beyond that it needs to have fun, Vinny's rule. The next rule is you get to make the rules. So there's really not a lot of rules outside of that. But I'm going to tell you what our rules are. And they're really simple. So the first, the rule that we follow after having fun is we put traditional summer, like 
I put old traditions is what I call it, but like things that we do annually, I should say annual traditions. We put annual traditions on our list every year. So we kind of go through our schedule for the summer and we think like, what are the things we do every year? Like we go camping every summer. Okay, well, where are we camping this year? And we put that on there. Or we go visit my mom every summer. So we make sure that's on the calendar. We have it on the bucket list. We have like certain people that we'll do like bonfires with or just different things like that that happen every year. If it's a summer where we're going to see my husband's family, like that goes on there because that's an every other year thing. So there's just different things that we put on there every year that automatically go on the list. So there's the annual traditions that go on there. And then the next rule is new adventures. We're always putting new things on there. And so it might be a new camp that Vinny's going to go to. It might be a new thing we're doing as a family. Last year, we got our stand-up paddle boards. So that was like a big thing on our summer bucket list was like new locations that we wanted to take our new paddle boards out to. So every year, we're putting new adventures on there. And then the last piece of your last bucket list rule that I recommend, again, these are all negotiable and all totally up to you because you get to make your own rules. But the last one is for you to have a little segment of the bucket list that is soul, soul, S-O-U-L, soul nourishing activities just for you that aren't really anything to do with your family. And I'll tell you what mine are in just a minute. Okay. So number one rule, things that are fun go on the list. Number two rule, you get to make the rules. So none of the rules are hard and fast. Number three, annual traditions. Number four, new adventures. And then number five, soul nourishment. So again, those are all just rule suggestions for you because you get to make the rules ultimately. I do hope you adopt Vinny's rule though of making your list fun. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward. All right. So I want to share with you what I have put on our list because here's the thing about stuff like this. I think that when we know what other people are doing, we're like, oh yeah, that's what I want to do. So if someone just says to me like, hey, go create a summer bucket list. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, what do I put on it? And if I'm left to my own devices, I might be able to think of three things. But if someone tells me what they're putting on theirs, then I'm like, oh yeah, I want to borrow all those. So I'm going to let you borrow all mine. It's always really great to give people concrete examples for things like this because it will inspire other people to take action in ways that light them up based on the light that you are sharing. So please, please create your summer bucket list based on inspiration you get from me and then share them. Make your list, take a picture of it, share it on social media, email it to her, text it to a friend, tag me, of course. If you post it on social, tag me at Shameless Mom Academy. I would love, 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 love to see your summer bucket list. I would love to reshare them, just like Kendra shared hers and a couple other people have started sharing them. I am here for your summer bucket list. So please take seriously the fact that your summer bucket list might inspire someone else. It might inspire fun for someone else. It might inspire meaning. It might inspire new traditions for people. Don't take that lightly. Like that's a cool, really cool thing to be able to share. So let me tell you about our old traditions. So these are things that I'm moving over from last year's bucket list to this year's bucket list. And these are things that have often have been on our annual bucket list, like on a repeating basis. Okay, so first of all is camping. So we have camping on there. We have camped every year for as long as Vinny's been born. Oh, we missed one year. The family that we camp with, the year that we had toddlers, we decided not to camp because we had two toddlers that we were afraid would like throw themselves into campfires. So instead we camped 
we rented a lake house and then instead we were afraid that toddlers were going to throw themselves into the lake. So I'm not sure that that was the wisest choice. Nobody threw themselves into the lake, but we were like, after we got there, we were like, did we make the better decision? Like, which is worse? A one and a half year old in a lake or a one and a half year old in a fire? I'm not sure. So luckily it all turned out okay. So, but we camp every year with another family, sometimes more than once. So camping is on there for this year. We're going to be camping on Orcas Island. Oh my goodness. If you can get up to the San Juan Islands, if you're anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, highly, highly recommend. So camping on Orcas Island is on our list. We have visiting my mom as we do that every summer. We go see my mom in Spokane and we have all of these little things that we do when we're in Spokane that Vinny loves to do. And so there's special water parks there that he loves. And there's like my mom takes him to Target to pick out a little Lego set and we go to like the frozen yogurt place. There's all just little things that we do that we've done multiple times and on an annual basis that are just really fun. We also do Golden Garden dinners. So there is a beach near us called Golden Gardens. And we, a few years ago, kind of spur of the moment on a Friday, one Friday in the summer, we're like, we're just going to grab a picnic dinner. We're going to grab takeout food from a restaurant and go sit down on the beach with Vinny, who was probably like five at the time. I think he was five, maybe even four. And we're just going to like go eat dinner on I think we took a bottle of wine or beers or something. And we had drinks, had dinner, played on the beach for like an hour and a half, came home. And it was the sun is right as the sun is setting. Like it was so incredibly gorgeous. It's on the Puget Sound here in Seattle. So it was just so gorgeous. And immediately we were like, why don't we do this all the time? This beach is literally like 12 minutes from our house. And so it became this tradition that we do a lot on Friday evenings in the summer is we grab a dinner from some sort of takeout restaurant. We go down to the beach. We haven't done it a ton in COVID because that beach was pretty crowded during COVID. So we are ready to bring that back. Although COVID is still a thing, <laughs> the beach will probably still be crowded. But I think that we are, you know, we're all vaccinated and now we have extra immunity. <laughs> so um, or at least Vinny and I do. So we're ready to bring back our Golden Gardens dinners for sure. So we'll bring that back. And that's also something that we often will invite other families to join us. So we'll just send out a last minute text to one or two other families like, hey, we're going to go grab dinner if anyone wants to meet us there. And it's just really easy and fun. And it doesn't take a lot of planning, but it's definitely like a traditional family event that we do every summer and sometimes multiple, often multiple times. We have an event that we do on an annual basis, another one that we missed a year from COVID, but this is become so cool. We do our family hosts a back to school s'mores night at Golden Gardens for my son's entire grade. And so we send out an evite to the entire class and we're like, hey, our family loves having picnics at Golden Gardens. We would love to invite your family to bring a picnic dinner. So we do not provide dinner. We would love to invite your family to bring a picnic dinner to Golden Gardens on whatever night. Our family will provide fixings for s'mores, drinks for kids, and some really fancy boxed wine. And <laughs> your family can bring whatever else you need for your time. And it's just in the entire grade can come. And so it's been really, really fun. We do it in August. And it's always like a hodgepodge of people who can and can't make it because of course, August is when people are traveling and stuff, but we get a good group every year. And it's just really fun that kids haven't seen each other in a couple months at that point. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural non-toxic medical grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids 
start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse. And so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately. And I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So it's like a little kid reunion as well. So that is on our list every year now that our family hosts that. And now that we've done it a few times, like people know like, oh yeah, the deans, the deans are hosting their their s'mores party. It's really fun. So that's a really cool tradition that we have. We also, as of last year, we have our paddle boarding tradition now because we have our stand up paddle board. So that's on our list for this year. We also discovered a really cool new lake, like 20 minutes up north of us called Lake Ballinger. We just discovered this last summer. And we love Lake Ballinger. If you're in the Seattle area, oh my goodness, it's up like before Edmonds, I think, maybe after, I don't know. It's in the Mount Lake Terrace area, I believe. I'm really bad with directions and like geography up there. But Lake Ballinger, it is most perfect, cute little lake. And it's a great place for paddle boarding. It's a little like tiny little beach, but you can just like go spend the whole day there. So we had a couple really great days there last year. And we're really excited to go back there. That's another great place to just like tell another family like, hey, meet us up there bring snacks or lunch for the day and your floaties and we're just going to like chill out in the lake. So that is on our list this year to repeat. We also have Green Lake, which is right near us. And so Vinny now has a few times invited friends to come swim in Green Lake, which has been really fun. Like he now has friends who are good enough. He and his friends, a few of them are good enough swimmers that I can take them swimming and it's not terrifying. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm risking their lives. So that's really fun as well. So we will, I'm sure, do that this summer. So those are kind of, oh, and then Vinny has camps. And this year, every camp he's doing is a repeat of a camp he's done before that he loved. 
So I don't have to argue with him about camps, which I'm very excited about. So we have those camps that he's repeating this summer from past years on our what we have coming up for the summer as well. So that's our old traditions. I'm probably missing a few things. But oh, I know another thing we have is we do have a family reunion this summer, which actually comes up in our new adventures. So for new adventures, what do we have for new adventures this year? So first of all, we are going on a big family road trip, which we've never done before. We're going to Montana and we are going to go to a wedding of some really good friends of ours. So we're going to a wedding first. And then after the wedding, our family is going to Yellowstone, which we've never done Yellowstone. So we're very excited for that. And then after that, we have a family reunion with my husband's family in Montana. So we're going to be in Montana for three different things all in one road trip. And we're driving out there, driving back. Although I'm trying to convince my husband that Vinny and I should fly home. I'm like, can't we just do the road trip one way? Does it still count as a road trip? (laughs) Um, So we'll see. But so that's a big new adventure is going to Montana, going to Yellowstone, doing a big family road trip, even if it's only one way. And then the family reunion piece is family reunion in Montana is a new adventure. Although every other year is our family reunion with Vince's family. And that is also an old tradition. So it's a little bit of a combination there. Another new adventure this summer is that Vinny is going to go spend five days with my sister-in-law at her house in Oregon and with his friend Logan. And so that's a really exciting thing. It'll be his first time away from home for that long, for sure. They're actually, while they're there, they're going to go camping together for three nights. So they are just going to have like a huge adventure. So that's a really big deal for Vinny to be going away from home. Also a very big deal, uh, like big adventure for me, for my mommy hearts, like if anyone or my mommy heart If anyone has advice on cutting the strings and not being really anxious about my child being gone for five nights, please let me know because I'm really nervous about it. (laughs) Vinny seems totally fine with it and I'm like, not fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But right now I'm not fine. And then the last family adventure that we have on there, the new family adventure is cabin time. So we got a cabin with another family this fall, I guess, did we close on it? We closed on it right near Vinny's birthday. So we closed on it at the end of September, but we have not been up there for the summer yet. So we're going up to the cabin a few times. We're going to have some longer weekends up there. And we're just really looking forward to being up at the cabin in the summer and kind of seeing, we have a, we've been in the area during the summer before, so we know what's up there, but just being able to go up there and have time at the cabin that is ours now is really, really exciting. So those are some of the things we're doing this summer as new adventures that we're adding on to some of our traditional adventures and writing those out and getting these things like really documented for the summer. Oh my goodness. I just feel like we have so many fun things coming up, which I know it's going to fly by, but I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so here for all the fun. So that's old traditions and new adventures. And then last is the soul nourishment piece. So this is the most important part. So if you stuck around for the end, well done. You get a gold star and you get the best part of the summer bucket list. Your summer bucket list should have stuff that's just for you. And maybe it's an entirely separate list. Maybe it's not on the same sheet of paper or the same little poster. Maybe it is completely different in a journal or on a separate poster on the wall, on a post-it note, I don't care, on a napkin, like whatever works for you. But what do you want to do this summer that will nourish your soul? I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing this summer to nourish my soul, again, to inspire you, because some of these things are really simple. (laughs) So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to spend time in the sun. So I started talking about this a few years ago, but I am really conscientious. I live in Seattle. 
time in the sun is limited. So I'm really conscientious. Like if the sun is out, I'm going to take advantage of it. I am going to go out and walk the dog. I'm going to sit outside and eat my lunch. I might go sit outside and read for 10 minutes in the middle of the day, like just to get sun on my body. And I am very conscientious of when I'm out in the sun, I notice like, oh, I can feel it on my skin and it feels really good. I really try to make like time in the sun a really nourishing experience. And I'm a redhead. Like I'm not sitting out there for an hour and a half, like trying to get a tan. I'm going out for just a few minutes with sunscreen on, but I'm really enjoying the warmth, the sun, like the feeling of it being in the brightness, all of those things really, really nourishing for my soul. Another thing that's really nourishing for my soul is being near water. So a lot of the things that we do in the summer are really planned to be around water and near water. And so whether it's this summer, it'll be more like river and lake stuff. In other summers past, we've done a lot more coastal stuff. So it kind of just depends on what we have on the schedule for the summer, but we will be doing things near water. Another thing that really nourishes my soul is early morning runs. I have not gone running outside in so long for a variety of reasons. And who knows if my back can tolerate it right now because I've had some back stuff going on. But I'm going to try to bring back early morning runs because running in the early morning in the summer is like a life-giving experience for me. I understand that's not soul nourishing for everyone. It is soul nourishing for me. And I literally go for like 20 minutes. I'm not talking about like running a 10K. (laughs) If you want to go run a 10K, go run a 10K. I run for like 20 minutes. Like I set a 10 minute timer and I run 10 minutes out, which gets me to the zoo. If you live in Seattle, like I get to the zoo, I do a lap around the zoo parking lot and (laughs) I run back home. It's real basic, (laughs) but I love it. And I always just feel like so, so grounded for the day after I do that. So I'm really excited to bring that back. I don't like running in the dark here anymore. In the winter, it's cold and also really creepy. (laughs) And so I just save my running for the summer now. Another soul nourishing activity I'm going to do is afternoon walks with Piper. So when I finish my workday, taking Piper for a walk in the sun. That's something that I've done the last few years when we had our other dog, Danny, but it's something that I've done the last few years just to have more time in the sun, more time outside. And it's been such a great, I started in the pandemic actually, or maybe I started before the pandemic, but in the pandemic, I really leveraged this for my mental health. And it made such a difference listening to podcasts and audiobooks or just listening to music or nothing. And just getting out and walking really, really helped my mental health. Another part of soul nourishment for me is cabin time, which I mentioned, but here's what's really important to me for the soul nourishment part of cabin time is that when I'm at the cabin, I don't have to make decisions. And I actually talked about this a few episodes ago when I talked about what I didn't know I needed on vacation is I need time where I don't have to make decisions. And when I'm at the cabin, I don't have to make decisions. And so that is a really important part of soul nourishment for me. So I have cabin time while it's on the family list. It's also on my soul nourishment list. I mentioned lunch on the deck. So eating lunch on the deck as many days as I can so that I can be out in the sun. And then I have a trip coming up. I have a mastermind trip to Las Vegas with a mastermind group that I'm in. And I'm so excited to be with other women business owners. I haven't had this experience in a really, really long time to just sit and mastermind with other women business owners. And I'm oh my gosh, it's like my soul is just desperately craving this. And so that is a big piece of my soul nourishment to kick off the summer. And that's happening in June. And then the one other thing, and it's kind of like really small in parentheses with a lot of question marks is, but I'm going to say it out loud because I think it's important we say these things out loud, is I kind of want to do a triathlon. And my back is kind of messed up right now. And it has been since we went to Mexico. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I also just with our some of our other things, I don't know if I'll have time to do any training at all. But I have not done a triathlon in probably like 15 years. And I think I want to do another one. 
So I don't know if it'll be this summer or not, but it's like it's on the list in pencil. It's definitely not in Sharpie, but it's on the list because I know I will do another one and I'll probably do multiple. Like if you're going to train for one, you may as well do a few. So I don't know if it'll be this summer or next summer, but it's on there. So that is my summer bucket list. Now it's your turn. I want to see your lists. I want you to create them, create them with your families, create them for yourselves, get on there, your old traditions, your new adventures, your soul nourishment, and then take a picture, tag me at Shameless Mom Academy and let me see your lists. I will be back here on Wednesday with a really special conversation with Lovey Ajaya Jones, who I'm so excited to share with you. She's just a brilliant, brilliant writer and speaker, and she has a fantastic book coming out. So make sure you pop back in for that conversation on Wednesday, and I will see you then. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.